You're now tuned now to the Mash Those Buttons versus Series. here with MASHcast host and community manager, Rob Hill-Williams. Second verse, same as the first. That was nice. <laughs> and uh, also here with uh, staff writer, Mikey Kenny. Hey, what's up? Yes, and this is Versus Series number three. And today we are going to be talking about Marvel vs. Capcom and Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat. Uh, this year, they are the fighters, and yes, they are not, um, you know, apples to apples, per se. But if you're in a fighting games, odds are you're playing one of these two. Unless you're just extremely disappointed with both, which would be sad. <laughs> and then you're playing older stuff, in which case we can't necessarily blame you. Yeah, so you should probably, <laughs> don't waste your time, you should go listen to the MASH cast at this point. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't give Mortal Kombat MVC 3, go MASH cast, go. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so, but for the rest of you guys, we are going to be doing Mortal Kombat versus MVC3. Uh, both of these games, well, I'll show you these series, neither one of them are new. Both extremely popular. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom first popped up in the arcades at, uh, you know, in 1998. And yes, we know there were games before that, but they weren't called Marvel vs. Capcom. So I don't want to see any of those comments. But they had a versus in them, so it's like the same thing. <laughs> well, we're talking about Marvel vs. Capcom, you know, playing in the arcade, having your friend keep on doing the cheap-ass ice beam. That's all you keep on hearing. Ice beam! Ice beam! I hated that. <laughs> all it got replaced with was oh. cable later. <laughs> Viper! Viper beam! Oh, let's not forget, you have to have Sentinel on your team or you fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the good old days. Uh, um, yeah, so actually, like, I mean, I played Marvel vs. Capcom in the arcade a few times, but I didn't really get into it until Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on the Dreamcast, I gotta be honest. That's when I really kind of started getting into Marvel vs. Capcom, which I think is the case for a lot of people, because... Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it was only two years later than Marvel vs. Capcom, and it wildly kind of improved on well not even not improved but it just expanded the formula so much that like that's what caught everybody's attention i mean 56 characters and all the assists and the crazy it i think that that's what really got most people into the series like i started way before that with all the the fighting games that will not be mentioned <laughs> those are the ones that i like yeah. uh, but even when marvel vs. capcom first came out i wasn't into that particular one i kind of like skipped over it so i think most people really are marvel's capcom 2 players more than anything i i'll agree with that because like marvel's capcom 1 i played i still like we had a cabinet at our arcade for some god reason we didn't have very many fighting games but we had that one so like i got to play it but like when mvc 2 came out that was like oh my god the characters so many characters and it was just it was amazing for its time and then it got broken. <laughs> oh, you're talking about MVC3? 
Now two. Oh, okay. Oh, Just, you he means gameplay. Oh. <laughs> he means people playing the game. Yeah. yeah. Wow, gotcha. It, so go ahead. I was just like, uh, it was just like when MVT two came out. Then yeah, like we said earlier, the characters and the roster and all that just made the game, the game it was. And then like you know the history, it's been ten years in the making for MVC three, and so MVC since it's like you know this is MVC three was supposed to be the dream, uh, the comeback for MVC. Oh okay. Now personally, I liked Marvel vs. Capcom too. Um, I didn't think it was broken per se. I just you know, had a good time with it. But uh, there, there have been a lot of people uh, clamoring for. Mar- well, they were clamoring for Marvel vs. Capcom three, and uh, Capcom made a lot of promises. Definitely made a lot of promises, and I don't think the community was truly happy with the end product. Uh, yeah, eleven years yeah. worth of promises. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't really started. come out that way. That that's nope. what. Oh, don't get me started on the character roster. I mean, it, while they were still announcing characters, it was cool, and it, like you, you saw the promise. But then when we got the final game, it was like, is that it? Like eleven, eleven years, and that, that that that's all we got. All right. Yeah, we're gonna we're definitely gonna dive into that a little bit later. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna say we we are gonna get you started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the whole point of this. Yeah, we're all gonna much. get started. So we're just gonna, gonna get... get you started. We're gonna let you go, and then oh, okay. So like a crazy toy windup that oh. plays video games. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best versus care. Like that'd be the best like split screen like robot friend ever. If I could just wind up someone to play a fighting game with. <laughs> That's ideas. Ideas. Put that in one of those games next. Anyway, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal oh. Kombat. What? Oh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Everybody knows Mortal Kombat. Even Congress knows Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they love Mortal Kombat to death. <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, Mortal Kombat is... A, I mean, it was so shocking when it first came out. You know, of course, looking back now, I was like, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> you know? But uh, when it first came out, it definitely it broke a lot of barriers. Not just with the amount of violence that the game had, but with the technology they used to create the game. And we had MK1, MK2, MK3, MK4, which were, you know, good games. Then they started to have the other games. Which, uh... <laughs> well, really... We, we don't pretend those, exi- those don't exist. Let's just know. Me, you know, I would have to honestly... Because, I mean, 4 it went to 3D, didn't it? I would yeah. have to say that there was the problem. Once you got past Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, which was... I still kind of think the best game. Then it was just all downhill i mean they kind of had a resurgence with that deadly alliance uh that that time frame on the playstation 2 and xbox but it was still in 3d and that was still a problem <laughs> like it's there were still problems with the series even though they did try and make it relevant again well it's hard to like you know put something in a 3d that was so focused on special moves like fireballs and stuff when all you have to do in 3d is just sidestep it's like okay like there goes like half the game's like, you know, major thing was special moves, and now you just made special moves almost useless. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens, though. That's why games like Soul Calibur and Tekken have done so well, because they focus on the uh, punch people in the face parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <content. laughs>
Yeah. So, but um, with with the new Mortal Kombat, I have to be honest with you. I Kombat first nine. Yeah, nine. <laughs> that's what we're up to. Mortal Kombat. Are we nine. up to nine? Yeah, that's what number it is. That's... Or some by some call it 2011. Those who of us who know what we're talking about call it nine. And um, yeah, I mean when when, they, when I first heard about it, I immediately ignored it. I was like, Mortal what? And it like, oh. <laughs> I just like immediately ignored it because of the name and what they did with the series. Um, but, and, you know, and especially because after I learned that, you know, Nether Realms was Midway Chicago, which Midway was in charge of the series the whole time anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't instill much yeah. faith when you see how south the series went and then they say, no, 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 we're totally going to fix it. And they make all the promises, kind of like the promises we heard about Marvel vs. Capcom, and you know that the series would turn around. It would be everything that you loved and remember. And yeah, I mean, it's. I think it. I think it fulfilled most of the promise. I, it, it definitely was more reminiscent of the first game. They went back to 2D. Uh, you know, graphics were updated. It didn't look like garbage or anything, and it went back to being really shockingly violent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Which it needed. I wanted my violence back so bad. Thank you for putting all that lovely gore and back breaking and spine ripping and blood bathing all back in my Mortal Kombat where it's supposed to be. You know what? What hit me? Where, where it really hit, came back for me, like that. It's it's broken barriers yet again. Is when I did the noob uh, fatality. Uh, yeah. When that happened, I was like, oh. Oh, like oh oh they're oh they're back, they are back. <laughs> the first time I did that fatality, I was like, wow. So, yeah. See, my first, my my comeback moment was when I did Kung Lao's fatality, where he throws his hat in the ground. No, uh, it's a, and, it's kind of the same in that respect for what really happens to the person, but yeah, it's yeah. I, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I think the noob one. You know, for those who are listening, basically noob. He 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 pulls the person apart. I think that's the, that's yeah. That's the, it's called the wishbone, and that's what really does it for me. <laughs> because like he he like he pulls them apart instead of, as opposed to like cutting them apart. You know, so but yeah, that's 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 enough reminiscing and. You know, talking about the games. Let's actually get to the meat of what we're here for, which is to compare the two. Uh, for those of you who have not listened to a Versus series before, we take some general points and we compare it on both of the games. Points like visuals, controls, sound, gameplay, you know, things like that. So that's what we're going to talk about. Maybe some additional stuff and then we are going to, uh, you know, pretty much come out with a winner here. Or we're going to try to at least. Yeah, because so. this is all yeah. off the cuff. Well, you know, at least the uh, dis- uh, decisions. We're not. Yeah. We don't decide all this at a time. And keep in mind, it's just our three opinions. So pretty much. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't yeah. don't get too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to disagree with what we decide. It's, no, it's okay. Not. No, it's oh, not. It's, not. it's not okay to carpet bomb our houses. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh. that is that is not cool. Please don't do that. But if you agree or disagree, that's fine. You're allowed to have your own opinion, but ours is right. Okay. <laughs> your your opinion's right as long we're, as you agree with us. We're instilling that confidence that it's <laughs> perfectly okay to visit violence on us. Yes, yes. Uh, so All right. what are we starting out with? We're gonna start with visuals. We're gonna start with visuals, and uh, since this is this is actually Mikey's first podcast, I'm gonna let you yes. go first. Oh, you're gonna let me go first on visuals? Yes, okay. I am. 
All right. Well, oh, uh, I guess we'll, I'll start with NBC Three's visuals. Very comic book style. I really like that in the sense, but at the same time, like there were some characters I thought looked like crap in a comic book version of themselves. For instance, uh, like the Resident Evil cast looked really awkward, and but all the Marvel characters fine. Everything looked great on their end. Just some of the Gapcom characters kind of looked off. Uh, the backgrounds for the game were pretty cool, too. And, of course, you know, all the supers and specials and whatnot were really well done. Uh, but mainly it's that comic book feel that they were going for. It worked on a lot of areas, but at the same time, it kind of threw, threw it back a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what about uh, Mortal Kombat? Uh, Mortal Kombat? I really enjoyed the visuals in Mortal Kombat, too. Every Bones breaking, you know, to uh, the backgrounds, to the character models. I liked how they were like, like fantasy realism because that really sets the tone for the gore and the violence and all that kind of stuff. And it was just fun. And I mean, the backgrounds looked amazing in that game. And each character model, after replaying the game again, each character model looks really like different and everyone feels kind of good. You know, everyone looks different. It's like how it used to be where it was like, just five ninjas of different colors. Now it's like each, even though there is still like the five ninja of Ermac of, you know, Ermac, Noob, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Reptile, they all look at least, you know, different and all that good stuff. And I, I really like the visuals in this Mortal Kombat a lot better. They've, they, I think they're definitely taking a step in the right direction. All right. How about you, Rob? What are you thinking? Well, I, I would say that they actually took a leap in the right direction, but, you know, that's just me. But uh, I, I'll counter, though, and say that I actually felt like, aside from, like, you know, backgrounds and things of that nature, and, of course, you know, the, the representation of, like, gore and fatalities and such, I actually felt like everything else, like, character model-wise in Mortal Kombat looked very, very much the same. Like, there were little touches that were, you know, a little bit different between ninjas and things like that now. So it's, you know, not so much like, here's a color swap and that's it. But um, but when you get right down to it, like, every character, like, you put a male character against any other male character that's humanoid in that game, and they look the same. You put a female character next to any other female character in that same respect, they look exactly the same. Like, they're all built off of the same model, like they look exactly the same. I guess the only thing I can really say for Mortal Kombat, the original, having, you know, the live, the, the live action mocap is that if, a, if somebody looked different, at least they looked different, you know, like, <laughs> as a person. Like, yeah, they had the same guy do, like, five ninjas, yes, but, they, like, everybody else looked different. <laughs> like, now you put, you know, Liu Kang next to Raiden next to Scorpion, and, like, they all have the exact same build and, like, you know, slightly different faces, and they, it just looked like everybody looks like... Like they came out of WWE All Stars, like they like, <laughs> they look like over like steroided representations of themselves. Now, like I said though, backgrounds and stuff very inspired, very cool because they're they harken back to all the old games, well the old, the old good games, I should say. Uh, like you have the Living Forest and you know the the Pit 
and being in the pit itself, so, you know, the the portal to Outworld, like all of those places, Throne Room, Goro's Lair. I, I especially like Goro's Lair for some reason. I don't know. I really like that level. Um, and like they all, like they all are very like, dude, this is awesome. This is just like being back in those original levels, you know, like. And then they have stage fatalities in a lot of them, like they did in the older games. So, like, everything is there as far as, like, character of the game. I just really didn't like how all the, like, all the actual character models look the same. You know, once you got past, like, okay, he's got a hat on, you know, and oh, he doesn't. <laughs> he's got hair. He's bald. You know, like, everybody looks the same. Like, they're, they're built off the same model. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom... I felt like if you want to go talk backgrounds with that, I thought like the backgrounds were good, um, but they could have used a lot more variety. Like the on the level that Mortal Kombat, you know, threw out there. I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom had, yeah, I want what like it, it felt like there was like five backgrounds, honestly. But you know, like maybe there was more, more than that. <laughs> um, I mean, like the level, like the levels they did have were cool. You know, you had you know the Daily Bugle and like the the uh, like the Asgard with the giant electric bird flying around, which really I couldn't didn't really get that because was... it doesn't have anything to do with anything in Marvel. But <laughs> maybe it was a Capcom thing. I don't know. You, you were gonna say something, Mike? I I didn't even know that was Asgard. I just quit paying attention to what the crowd uh. they were trying. To <laughs> I just I was I'm just like I don't know about you when you play Marvel, but I'm so busy looking at everything else that backgrounds kind of just go to the wayside, which I guess is kind of like a fault in a way, because then there's none of the backgrounds really stood out to me, I guess, compared to Mortal Kombat. Yes, that's true. I mean, it it is a very busy-looking game, I'll say that. See, I thought you were going to save me and drop some knowledge on me about what the hell that bird was, because I still don't know. And I'm like a, I'm like a big comic book buff, and I'm like, I don't recognize that from anything. Oh, like, oh, I'm like, maybe it's Capcom. I'm like, I don't... There's <laughs> this <is a laughs> giant bird in Asgard. I'm like, okay... That's new, but it looks pretty, so I'll, get, I'll let it go. Like, it had, like, they had nice-looking backgrounds, and they had character to them. I just wish there were more of them. They had so much to choose from, and yet you get such a small selection of stuff. Um, yeah. It was kind of... It was the, it's weird, because bas- I felt like Marvel vs. Capcom and Mortal Kombat were basically, like, the exact opposite in the visual department. That Mortal Kombat had the character for everything surrounding it, as far as backgrounds and everything, and all of Marvel vs. Capcom's real character came out in the characters themselves, which like was the exact reverse of Mortal Kombat. Um, every character looks different, you know. Like I felt even for the characters that looked that had never had like a, a Marvel vs. Capcom or an animated representation before, like you know, like Chris Redfield or Wesker or Dante, that they came across looking pretty good to me. Actually, the person I didn't like the one person I liked the least looking at in Marvel vs. Capcom was Ryu, because to me he really? looks too he's too plain like it, everybody else is like got like a colorful thing going on and um, Ryu is just a guy in a white gi that's a little messed up you know like that's that's his thing like so I was like man he's like the most boring looking character in this game <laughs> he really is good character I, just boring looking you well know, that's how he's always been Exactly, but I mean, it just doesn't. Tra- it just, I just felt like it didn't translate as well in the three as it did in like the other games. Because in the other games, you know, like the original and the second one, and the ones before that, honestly, like he translated pretty well. But I guess it's because it was just fully animated, and that's how he had been before. And this was more of a cel shaded style. Um, 
but every other character, like every character, I mean, even Ryu, as plain as he is, every character looks different. Every character looks, you know, like they're very, very unique as far as like their their own in universe style and their own games. You know, like for whatever version they're based off of. Uh, I actually thought that the Resident Evil guys like looked very good, especially Wesker. Like, especially for him being another character that technically is pretty plain, being just black you know trench coat and glasses but like his actual fighting style like is dynamic enough that like it it, it didn't matter because he's all over the freaking place you're like what the hell <laughs> he's just about as broken as in resident evil 5 um oh, oh yeah, snap. yeah we're already yeah. bringing out the broken stuff yeah. <laughs> no, well not broken as terms of the game but when you start seeing him flying around the screen it just gives you flashbacks to trying to hit him with anything in resident evil 5 <laughs> but uh it's like, oh, look, I'm super fast. <laughs> I'm all over. <laughs> um, but, I mean, every character's got that, and with multiple costumes and things of that nature, and, like, not even just palette swaps for everybody. Like, there, there was actually, like, very specific design decisions. Um, and and the people that didn't necessarily follow the game that closely may not have realized, um, but especially for Marvel characters, but even for Capcom ones, they had very specific... Like uh, color, like the reasons they pick certain color palettes and things of that nature. Like even when it wasn't necessarily associated with that character, like with Thor, like he's only ever really been in like two costumes, and one of them wasn't in the game until the DLC pack. Um, so the colors that they chose were based on like other Thor type characters in Marvel, which I was like, oh, that's interesting because you know it makes more sense than like here's him in a pink outfit, you know, because we can. <laughs> right. um, but visually, every character, like, they do the things that they do in the comic books and in, in, in Capcom. Like, I just felt like it came across very well. Like, everything was very, very unique, you know, in in terms of fighting style, in terms of everything. Um, it's just a, it is a very busy-looking game, though. Like, if you're, I guess, a casual player, it is a hard game to look at. Like, I've definitely tried to play with, like, just friends over at the house, and... It's like, oh, God, I'm putting in Street Fighter because I can't look at this too much. Like, people, like, <laughs> their eyes start to bleed. It, it gets crazy. I have, to peel their, I have to peel their eyeballs off the walls. It's, it's very messy. Um, I, I like both, but for different reasons as far as the games go. Uh, I, I just, to me, they're kind of even. Uh, to me, like, the, the balance between the character and the, the backgrounds are enough that they kind of break even on the visual department. They both took enough strides to, like, you know, even from the time from Tatsunoko versus Capcom uh, on on the Wii, like, the, I felt like the visuals even got a bit more of an upgrade. They didn't look so odd and blocky, but maybe that's just them not being on the Wii. I don't know. Yeah. But, Marvel def- but Mortal Kombat definitely took, like, huge steps, and I think that they kind of broke even in the visual department. They both got what they were going for. All right. I, um... It's it's kind of difficult uh, to to compare the two only because they went in opposite directions in terms of what they were actually trying to do. Um, I'll start with Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, I agree with with you, Rob, on on the character design. I think um, each character was very was was, was dynamic or very very individual, which is you know what they were really going for. Because if they would have got one thing wrong on any character or tried to make him look new in any way, shape, or form, um, the fanboys would have freaked out even more. So I think I thought they did a good job with that. Uh, one thing that I did take notice of was, you know, when you have a color, like a really colorful game like that, uh, 
you can run into like color clashes or like some levels where uh you know, some characters may blend in more and make them a little bit harder to see. And in a fast game like Marvel vs. Capcom, I think that actually makes a difference. It does. Yeah, so I, I noticed that it, not one of the levels made characters hard to see, except maybe Wesker on, on one or two of the darker levels. But oh, he, yeah. he he wasn't even that bad. So, and the thing, I think the problem, more of the problem was that he moves around so fast with the dark coat on a dark level, it can, it, it kind of makes it hard to see him. But, um, you know, they were going for that comic book style, which is what they went for. I didn't have any problem with any of the characters, even the ones that, you know, like Chris Redfield or, you know, the dude from Bionic Commando, which I, they really shouldn't have put him in the game, if you ask me. But, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have any problem with any of the, the character models themselves. And even the backgrounds, I thought, I, I wish there was more variety in the backgrounds, because I kind of agree with Rob. Like, it doesn't feel like there was that many different backgrounds. And, you know, some of the backgrounds really stood out, like, you know, the um, Super Ghosts and Goblins and, uh, you know, Daily Bugle, you know, where stuff is going on in the background. You know, so, that, you know, that's cool. Uh, but Marvel's Capcom was just really going for that overall comic book feel and even down to, like, some of the hits with the with the PAL boxes and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, that was all cool. The only thing I didn't like was, like, man... It, when you turn on, like, when people do their specials, it's like laser light show. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, it's a very busy-looking game when, like, you get down to it because every time there's something going on, that's why people were like, okay, I can't look at this too much. Like, that's even just past the effects. Yeah, when they hit people, like, it causes sparks and crazy, and you're just like, okay, that's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, but, like, looking at that on, like, you know, like a 46-inch, 240-hertz LCD television... <laughs> you know, oh that, god! Yeah, that, <laughs> and several times over and over again, it's just like, oh man, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> yeah, you have to build an, have to build an immunity to it, and yeah. you know, like I can watch it for you know ever, but other people not so much. Especially if you're just, oh, I'm just gonna sit down and play this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be a lot. I mean, I did, I did like it. I did like the visual versus Marvel vs. Capcom, um, but I have to admit that I, I think. I enjoyed the Mortal Kombat visuals more. Um, now, I'll start with the character models. The character models for Mortal Kombat, the men had one character model, the women had another character model. Like, in terms of body type, I think that was definitely the case. I mean, with the females, if you, you know, put a bag over their head and then, you know, <laughs> took their clothes <laughs> off, I couldn't tell one from another. But, you know, it was, it was definitely about the face and the costume. Uh, for each of the characters, which I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, the game then focused so much. I mean, these these are all warriors at top peak. You know what I'm saying? That they they are the very best of that both realms have to offer. So if they both look like you know they can like crush rocks, that's fine with me. I don't necessarily mind it because it's definitely more about the costumes. I think the costumes. Liu are- Kang looking like that. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I just don't get it. <laughs> his, his individual think... abs could jump off and beat all of us up. <laughs> like, not even in like a Bruce Lee way, but because they're just so big. Like he fires them like rockets out of his stomach. That's well, that's why she does fireballs. Stop kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You do have a point. Liu Kang maybe should for as fast as he moves, he right. probably should have been a little a little thinner. You know what I'm saying? Even Shang Tsung, I'm like, I, just just a little bit of variation. Even just make them, like, they can have the same model, but, like, 
you know, make them bigger or smaller, you know, like that, that to me would have made enough difference. Like that, that was my major issue that like, they are literally the same body types. Right. And that's kind of, eh. but you know, costumes, like you said, and faces, like they, yeah, individualize enough. Yeah. It's definitely, they definitely individualize the costume. I mean, it's like, it's not like the original Mortal Kombat's where Scorpion and Sub-Zero have the same costume, different, just different, you know, palette swaps. Now there's actually differences in each of their costumes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can definitely tell the difference between Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Noob, Reptile, you know, even, you know, with uh, Sector with and the his reptile head? Huh? Yeah, with, <laughs> with the Reptile the head, head, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, yeah, I, I really, I, I, for some reason, I didn't like, I used to like him as a character, like in MK2. Yeah, I was going I definitely go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) The minute like they made him like a complete reptile and lost the human ninja thing, it kind of I think that killed it for me because I always like tripping my face off and like eating bear head or something like that. Like I don't know. That's just there was something about (laughs) fighting him in the pit when you know in the original and having him use like both Scorpion and and Sub Zero's moves that you were just like, dude, this dude is so awesome. And then yeah. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just now it's like okay, he's a reptile guy, he spits acid. We get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I, like, it's just not an. I don't know. It's not enough for me anymore. Yeah. I so. thought. Yeah. I thought it was cool. They actually made Ermac badass now. Like I don't know about y'all, but I liked Ermac now. I used to hate Ermac, but now all of a sudden I like him because of his like style and the way he fights now and all that kind of cool stuff. But anyways. Mm-hmm. I thought it didn't really change. It's just like I like the whole like representation that he's all a whole bunch of souls fused together, green eyes and the crazy. But his fighting style is really you know the same telekinetic thing. I'm gonna slam you up and down a bunch of times and stuff. And I actually felt like his, his style was limiting, but that's getting away from things. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so like I was saying, um, I think the costumes were. The costumes were definitely what made up for the visuals of Mortal Kombat in terms of the characters. Uh, the backgrounds, the scenery, all that, like, that was well done. Well, well done. I mean, like, the environments were actually, like, alive. Like, there was, like, stuff going on. Like, you know, like, when you're fighting, I guess, in the main arena at the first tournament. And, you know, you're going back and forth, and those two guards are sitting there with you, or they walk back and forth with you to make sure that you do not get off of the platform mm-hmm. before you finish the fight. Like, that, you know, that's cool. And just, you know, other things that happen in the background, like, you know, when you go to hell and, you know, when you're in the prison, you know, stuff like that. I just thought was really, really cool. Um, now, the fatalities were... <laughs> What I, the fatalities to me were more entertaining to watch than anything to watch in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> I mean, just some of that stuff was just straight up, like, brutal. Like, that is what, that is really what helped bring Mortal Kombat back, because part of the shock of the original MK was the brutality and the violence of the game. And now they just took it to a whole another notch. They're just doing things that you do not see in games, like, oh, rip his head off. They rip his torso off. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it, it's it's pretty extreme. I mean, like, it, you were. It's funny because of the, the Daily Show made like a joke about it, like how it. You know, we we won like the you know, video games won the you know the Supreme Court thing, but 
there are games that are still kind of like they're a bit much, you know, almost approaching a snuff film. And in fact, he showed your favorite fatality. He showed Noob Saibot pulling somebody in half. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is pretty extreme. And the, all the fatalities are like that. Even the most tame fatality, like Kano, you know, pulling somebody's heart out of their chest is like even more amped up than it used to be. I mean, like he goes behind him and plunges his head through and, and is holding their heart and then crushes it and then the person dies. <laughs> it's like, you know, and that's the tame. And that's the tame one. I can't think of a more tame one than that. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the fatalities are definitely uh, yeah special. <laughs> the fatalities are definitely something that are like the... The, they're like the trophy you get for beating your opponent. And I find it amusing that like the most entertaining thing in the game happens after the match. You know? It, it's just kind of, I don't know. And uh, I guess that's just the reward you get for being good at the game. Yeah. So, uh, but that's pretty much all I had to say about visuals. So, I guess we're going to cast the votes now for visuals, because obviously my vis- my vote is for MK9. I think MK9 overall had the better visuals. Mikey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote MK9. All right, how about you, Rob? Um, if I have to choose one, they got to go with Marvel's Capcom 3. All right, so you're going to go with MK3. Well, not <laughs> Marvel's Capcom yeah, 3. Yeah, I see <laughs> Either way, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so visuals goes to MK9. The first victory of the night. Okay. Um, let's talk first about... Victory. <laughs> let's talk about sound now. Uh, uh, Rob, you go first this time. Uh, sound? Let's see here. Um, hmm. I guess from the, the standpoint of sound... I'd really have to go. I guess in the and the, I guess Mortal Kombat really kind of takes that one for me. Uh, the sound quality. I mean, as far as like different characters and things of that nature, I think Marvel or Capcom gets the nod. Uh, but Mortal Kombat definitely has like the the sounds of combat are you know the the wax, the thuds, people being torn apart. You know. It, all of the the move sets, they all they, that sounds really unique. Um, it's got you know classic song, you know, well, I guess classic uh, stage music from the games and things of that nature. Uh, not really too much to say about sound in that respect because it's it is pretty clear, um, and not much to say about it. It's just very much in Mar- in Mortal Kombat's favor with that. It, an actual soundtrack to the game. I don't think either one really gets much because they neither one had like a really unique soundtrack, but that's because so much of the game is takes place in the stages. So that's more of the music that you get than menu music and things of that nature. Um, story modes and stuff like they, I really don't even recall in Mortal Kombat if they had sound, song like music playing during the story mode. I really to me it was just talking and then you go and fight somebody, <laughs> so it didn't even matter. Um, I will say Marvel vs. Capcom, like I said, had the character to it. Uh, the uh, little touches were really brought more versus Capcom, you know, like that got me with that. Uh, from you know, just the way characters sounded, you know, you have your classic voices, you know, for characters that have already been in previous games, like Wolverine and everybody, Mark Magneto, um, you know, voices you recognize, you know, from the last, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom, um, 
even touches like when you have certain characters that get into fights with each other like instead of acknowledging each other by like say they're like their code name like if you have you know wolverine face off with x23 like he calls her by like laura like her real name you know as opposed to like x23 you know it's there's little touches to it that like give it more character from that respect that you you could see the history behind it more so um uh, the combat in that game I mean like it I guess it's due to the comic book nature of it it's just very you know pow 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 like every but all the sounds are really for the most part the same um, and and stage music and stuff like never really nothing really struck a chord with me with that I, I don't I couldn't even tell you you know really stage music in the games uh, aside from just the the basic you know stage select music and the uh, if you're in the, I think it was versus mode where they played like the classic "Take You for a Ride," um, <laughs> that's that's the only like you know that was like the most unique thing about the game because that's the thing everybody remembers from Marvel's Capcom too. Honestly, um, it just didn't have much else going for it, like as far as the soundtrack was concerned, which is weird considering all the trailers for that game before that game came out had like the most epic music possible. I did you guys watch those trailers? Yeah, the trailers were pretty phenomenal. Like, it was like, oh my god, I'm so pumped. Like, you know, it, great, great music. And then it was like, the game comes out, and when you're fighting, you're like, I'm paying more attention to the fighting than I any, than anything music-wise. I guess it's part of the fighting game mentality anyway, you just don't notice. But Well, like, to, to be fair, uh, the, the, as you uh, beat certain things or whatever, you unlock background music that you that you see or whatever, like, there was a remix of Devil May Cry 3's, Dante's, Devil Never Cry, or Devil's Never Cry Devil's song or Cry. whatever. Right. Yeah, that, I'd hear that every once in a while on the background music, and, like, whenever, like, Dante would come in or whatever, and, like, every time I'd hear that, I'd get, like, you know, I was like, oh, sweet, cool, so it kind of changes every once in a while or whatever, which I thought was cool, but unfortunately, like, unless you're really paying attention to it, which, if you're paying attention to it, you're probably gonna lose your match, uh, that like i didn't notice it unless like i was just really really listening and like that's the sad part is there is good music in there and it's in there they just you don't notice it because there's just so much yeah it's just yeah like it just it didn't seem like it was not even like that it wasn't a focus because it doesn't need to be a focus but like even in like fighting games like Street Fighter and stuff, like you still notice music. You know, like you don't it's not the only thing that you're paying attention to, but you still notice it. You know, you still notice classic stage music. And I noticed that in Mortal Kombat. But Marvelous Capcom, like like Devil's Never Cry is like one of my favorite songs, especially for video game music. And yeah. I I honestly like I've played that game back and forth and, and never noticed it. Never noticed that remix that you're talking really? about. <laughs> so I, like it? that's how yeah, and like that's I guess that's how much like to me like the music doesn't stand out, and I guess that's the main problem. It just doesn't stand out enough. Like little touches were nice. Um, I felt like it had more ca- like I said I felt like it had more character than Mortal Kombat in that respect. Like Mortal Kombat, like they all just had their generic kind of like entrance things, unless you were playing in story mode, and it was just like you know that's fine because it, it matched with the characters, but it was nothing like. Nothing changed when you had, you know, Liu Kang fighting Katana or Raiden fighting Shang Tsung or Shao Kahn. Like, it was just like everybody had the same introduction and you fought, which isn't bad. It's just, eh, 
it is what it is. Um, but I, I guess overall, it really goes to Mortal Kombat for me. So, All right. onward and upward. <laughs> what about you, Mikey? Uh, see, I really, from what I heard in Marvel vs. Capcom and what I paid, what I could hear, I liked. But unfortunately, I, it, it's like Rob said, I didn't. I couldn't actually it didn't stand out all that many times like if I heard it it was like in between a character being switched out during a quiet moment in the match which is rare uh but like Mortal Kombat like what I what the sound quality that gets me in that is just the hits and the pain and all that and the and the background music in Mortal Kombat like I, I still don't pay. I didn't even pay. You know, I'll be honest. I didn't really pay attention that much to the background music in that game either, because it still sounds the same as it's always been, which I guess isn't a horrible thing. But what really stood out to me in sound design for both games was that like Marvel vs. Capcom has this fireballs everywhere, fireworks going off, look at me, look at me kind of sound going on over its BGM. But Mortal Kombat like had this like, oh my god, ow. Like, you felt, like, I felt, like, like, every once in a while I'd feel, like, this pain just because, like, that, the sound of the bone just snapping and breaking, and it was just, oh, man, it was just horrible, but in a good way. Uh, I would, I, in my opinion, I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat sound design, just because, like, I felt like, even though I didn't notice the background music that much in either game, I enjoyed Mortal Kombat's sounds that actually happened during combat and uh even though I, it, it even though the voices like that's another thing to think about too is like the the voice work done on each character in Mortal Kombat seemed kind of meh to me while the voice work done in a uh, Marvel vs. Capcom I think was better but yeah, like just yeah that was like the crux of the only thing that I really could give to Marvel was that that yeah. part of it <laughs> yeah like that's but that's a big part because i give the marvel the personality but i just you just can't get over those bone snaps and the pain yeah. and misery uh, it's just, <laughs> it's like as you, i'm talking about it and i'm just like relive it, it, it that's the part that just stands out and uh, that's why i give it to mortal kombat because that just stands out more to me than even though all the cool things they did with marvel is just I, I cannot not stop thinking about how those sounds just made Mortal Kombat feel so much. I don't I don't know like I, like I was there, like it just made it more real or you know more gruesome in the way Mortal Kombat's supposed to be. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a given that it's a fighting game, so like that's what stands out when you're in the heat, in the heat of things. That's what you notice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, okay for me, it was kind of tough because the thing that does stand out is definitely. Um, the hits, you know what I'm saying? The bone cracking, crunching, and just the hits in general. They, it gives it, it gives to the overall feel of the game. You know, it gives more to the overall feel of the game, along with the backgrounds. I mean, the background music itself, eh, and Mortal Kombat is not important. They, I could just put the gra- background music on mute, and it wouldn't make a difference for Mortal Kombat. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, I definitely think had more variety, but I don't think variety really matters when. It really doesn't do anything for you. Like, yeah, the voiceovers are great. Um, you know, they sounded what we're familiar with. Like, you know, Jane Grey, Wolverine, sounding like they did in the old cartoons, which everybody's familiar with. 
Um, and the fact that they, you know, Dwarf. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if they would, uh, you know, if they would uh, come across somebody that they knew in the in that universe, they would, you know, say their name or say something different to them. You know, and the fact that the background music changed. I, that's something I definitely noticed. The background music changing when certain characters got on the screen. Um, and that's all great. That's icing on the cake, but that really doesn't do anything for the game, in my in my opinion. Like, yeah, if it's I, all icing. Yeah, it's <laughs> all icing. Like I'm, I like watching somebody play it. Yeah, that's fine. But actually playing, like that's that's different. That's why I, I got to give it to to Mortal Kombat. You know, because of the impact that it had, and, and you know, while you're playing. Like, you know, you get punched, and it's like, oh, man, that I don't even have to look at the health bar, because I know that took a lot of health. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you see, like, oh, you get caught in somebody's x-ray, I mean, you oh. know, depending on the sound of the crunch, it's like, oh, no, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I'm done. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, see? Thinking about them. That, that sound about- you just made right there, that's what they were going for. <laughs> it's like, even, like, I think back to Noob Cybot's uh, X-ray move where he, they they make like like that kick that just makes them vomit. Yeah, it was oh oh man. Yeah, so yeah, I think I don't even really have the tally because we all said Marvel is Capcom. I'm sorry, oh god, Mortal Kombat time. <laughs> Stop trying to what? fix it. <laughs> <laughs> just Marvel. trying to turn this into a random <laughs> mashup. <laughs> you never know what'll up. happen in a versus series, folks. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. So, Mortal Kombat. That's that's two out of two so far. Uh, let's move on to controls, which this should be interesting. Um, this, yeah. Mike, you go first. I, was I... First. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the four button layout lately. Um, that and Marvel vs. Capcom initially and NBC two had a six button layout, right? And a lot of people were kind of getting their panties in a wad because they swapped it to a four-button layout because it seemed to be like a way to tone it down to make it easier access for newer people to come in and actually stand a chance. But if you think about it, it also made it really easy for the advanced players to just get better really quicker. So it it really it didn't really help any, but like I like the four-button layout because it did simplify things and it feels like that's the way fighting games are going because a lot of other games have been implementing this as well um but it i i really it just feels right just to be able to go light medium heavy launch in the air and then just do what the rest of the combo or if that's part of the combo or it just seems like it's more or less about memorization i guess and more about execution this way because like You'd have to used to be like, was it heavy punch or light punch or medium punch or light kick, medium kick, heavy kick? It takes all that down a little bit and then just simplifies it to just light, medium, heavy. So, yes, you still have to memorize like, okay, which of the three does blah, 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 or what quarter circle, yada, yada. But it still simplifies it enough a little bit to where it's not like this, I have to have a hard drive in the back of my head to remember like a 20 uh, button long at that spreads across six different buttons you know while mortal Kombat has i think they've stuck with their five button layout of two punches two kicks and a block button which still works great for mortal Kombat, but 
to me, it just seemed like Marvel vs. Capcom flowed so much easier and better, and I felt like it was just funner for me a little bit, just because it just seemed like I could do really cool stuff really easily. While in Mortal Kombat, like, it took me a little bit to learn to get back used to a five-button layout for the old-school Mortal Kombat style. And it, and while it wasn't hard to memorize combos for it, it just seemed like Marvel vs. Capcom's control system flowed so well versus the the two punches, two kicks block, you know? That, but that's just, so I'm, I'm going to give controls to MVC on this one. All right. Uh, what about you, Rob? Um... I don't have to go, like, well, I guess really Mortal Kombat, nothing really changed. <laughs> it's still largely the same control scheme that it was before. I mean, you, you know, added in the the, the special moves so that uh, the, all the super bars, so now that you have the x-rays and everything, but it didn't really fundamentally change anything. Um, a lot of characters' moves are the same that they were that you remember beforehand. Um, so the... You know, like it, it's familiar. Um, I kind of agree. In fact, one thing that, like you said, really stuck out because I was like trying to figure out a way to really like put it, but the having a hard drive in the back of your head and having to memorize, you know, certain combos because those are the combos to me, like, really kind of speaks volumes about like Mortal Kombat because it's it is very much like that. Not that there's no room for like you know manual combos, but you know, a long string combo is typically just something you just memorize and you just do. Um, not to say that Marvel's Capcom isn't the same way in a certain respect, but it's just, it's not as, you know, you have to, it has to be low kick or it has to be, you know, low punch or, or light punch or low punch, you know. It's, you know, it, it Marvel's Capcom definitely did, despite the change I know that it upset people. It really actually didn't change the layout that much because the six button layout before, included the two assist buttons oh, in Marvel's right. Capcom 2, so really it still is a six-button layout. It's just they changed the four main buttons. You know, now you have the light, medium, and heavy, um, just attack, and then the and, you know, then launch button. But I think that a lot of the concern about that was that it made it, like, so easy for new people to get involved with it, and that, like, the that somehow the, that launch button would change, like, everything. And I really didn't see that. You know, people who are still who are good at Marvel vs. Capcom 2 who are serious about, you know, their fighting games or even, you know, intermediately serious about them, they were still better than people who were new to Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Like, that, that launch button didn't change that much of the game. Um, it just added a different element to it. Uh, and it, it didn't, I don't think, I didn't think it hurt the experience really. Um, the biggest difference between the two, uh, I would really have to say, is the fact that the Mortal Kombat didn't have one thing that Marvel's Capcom did in the control side, which was the addition of the uh, the beginner mode, or not, I guess like the casual mode, um, which we've seen before in like the Blast Blue um, games like that. That that was really the the way that they were going to give new players an outlet into the game. Um, there's certain things that you don't even get access to when you're playing in the casual mode, which I don't feel like broke it broke it too much. Although I will say that I guess that one thing I didn't realize before, because I don't play in the casual mode, so I just never, it never occurred to me, is the fact that uh, you can still play in the casual mode even when you're playing in the rank matches, which that I have a problem with. Um, really, like, it, the casual mode should definitely just be a stepping stone. It shouldn't be the, the crutch you lean on all the time. You know, 
it, that should be what you start with learning so that you can move into regular control modes and then play online um, or in tournaments or whatever you want to do. Because, I mean, I would imagine in Evo or any place else, they're not really going to let you play in casual mode. <laughs> so... If, if they do, they have a problem. <laughs> right. Like, I, I imagine there'd be a giant outcry about that. So it's like, why let them do it in the, in the rank matches online? You know, you know that there's a serious, you know, tournament following with these types of games. So, you know, there's certain things that you do knowing that, you know, that's the following. Uh, that would have been one of them. So the fact that they didn't do that was kind of troubling. But that goes more towards, I guess, like, you know, gameplay design decisions as opposed to actual control decisions. I think that uh, I, overall I like Marvel vs. Capcom's controls better because it does give that outlet to the new players, and it didn't punish people who were good at the game. People who were good at the game are still good at the game. You know, like, it's it just gave, you know, new people an outlet into it because, I mean, the game, I mean, you, for people who have, like, brothers and sisters or little brothers and sisters or relatives and stuff, like, you... You literally could have had like a a, boy, a brother or something who wasn't even born when you were playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And then by the time this game comes out, it's of an age where he's like, oh my god, I love superheroes, I love games. And like now you can actually, you know, like they have an outlet to play into that, you know, to, to gain a love of the games without getting beat to death online. Because online is such a big part of games now. Like it's kind of something you can't get away from. Um, so... In that respect, I like the the control decisions that they made with Marvel's Capcom. Both are very tight for their you know for their respective games. It's not like Mortal Kombat's is bad or anything. I just I personally kind of like the changes and I like what it did for being able to introduce new people. Also of great concern is the fact that an arcade stick still makes a huge difference with <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom over say like a Mortal Kombat. It's still that type of game, two D fighters for whatever reason that aren't Mortal Kombat. That if you like, it's a it's a huge difference maker. But uh, overall, I give control some over for Capcom because I think that that I would I would think that uh, Jarrett probably has some stuff to say about arcade sticks. I would imagine. Well, yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, arcade. I mean, I have one. I bought one because I thought I was going to get bigger into Marvel vs. Capcom three, and actually I didn't. So now I just kind of have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I was learning how to play on it, and then just because I didn't want to play Marvel vs. Capcom three that much, I just kind of stopped. Uh, I did buy Super Street Fighter four, but see, the problem is it's on my PS three, and that thing gets turned on like once a week, Aww. once every two weeks, maybe. <laughs> see, I already know. I already know the sad story though, so I don't, yeah. I don't know why I bother anymore. <laughs> it's a long story, folks, and if you listen to Mash Cash, you should already know why. <laughs> so I'm not gonna get into it here, but um. Okay. Yeah, so basically, uh, my view on controls is, uh, while, you know, it's funny because Marvel's Capcom 3, technically speaking, has a simpler control uh, scheme with the four-button layout. However, I found Mortal Kombat's control scheme much easier to use and get better at. Oh, yeah. Like, Marvel's Capcom 3, it's, um, I don't know, it's just so much easier for me to execute more advanced moves in Mortal Kombat. That's what it feels like. Even with it, well, I should have to admit though, when I did get the fight stick, it was easier for me to execute moves in Marvel vs. Capcom than when I was using the controller. Yeah, I think that has something to do with the fact that it is a Capcom-based fighting game, right. and so you get 
the you know the yeah. quarter circles and the the crazy uppercut motions and you know it's very intensive on diagonals and stuff which is why a fight stick makes such a big difference whereas mortal Kombat, like even though like you're right the more marvelous capcom technically has the, the more simple control scheme but mortal Kombat, it's down forward yeah. you know punch for a fireball exactly you know, like back you can... forth you know like it's all one direction <laughs> yeah you can press those buttons individually and do your move like you can actually hit down then hit back then hit circle and do a move you know yeah, it's all Where, cardinal directions whereas with marvel uh, marvel versus capcom 3 is like those quarter circles can be a pain in the ass you know what i'm saying like <laughs> they can be like you can yeah. you can you can overshoot you know what i'm saying and hit like you know well more than a quarter circle <laughs> you know by accident <laughs> and it messes up your combo like you know with mortal kombat I hit my moves, I would say, like, you know, 95% of the times, whereas Marvel vs. Capcom, it's like, okay, I'm setting up somebody to do, like, a move or go into a combo, and it's like, oops, you miss, you lose, because, you know, I get punched in the face, and then somebody starts wailing on me because I missed out on a specific move, whereas with Mortal Kombat, I just felt it was so much easier for me to to execute the moves and then like you know say okay I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and when he does this I'm going to do this and actually make that happen you know yeah, what I'm saying definitely Cause a, oh I'm sorry you know saying, <laughs> in a shorter period of time because yeah if I played Marvel vs. Capcom like that if I played it on a more hardcore I would definitely be able to do those things but if I'm just somebody like let's say I really haven't played Mortal Kombat and as long as, long as you're not playing against a pro you know what I'm saying? Once you get the moves down a little bit, you can actually have a good time playing. I'm not going to say you're going to win every time, but you can actually, you know, do some damage, defend yourself, unless the person's just, like, super cheap and just, you know, bicycle kicks your face over and over again. If you let that happen, it's kind of your fault. But anyway, um, yeah, so I I actually go with Mortal Kombat on this one. But both of you guys are, in, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, correct? Yeah, I'm still locked in on MC3. Okay, yeah, then that's what takes controls. C3, okay, so... Alright, so, well, it's got one. One out of three. Yes, making a comeback, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Round four. Yeah, so... (laughs) um, Let's talk about gameplay... And I guess, let's see, the gameplay is going to have a lot to do with the controls, Uh, because, you know, it's a fighting game. Um... So let's, let's talk about the actual gameplay and I guess what you have available to you in each game. Uh, stuff like what things you can use to turn the tide if if need be, <laughs> you know, so. Oh, oh man. Well, okay, <laughs> so it sounds like Mikey has something to say, so you go first. First off, for turning the tide, the fact that uh, X-Factor seemed to be the most... At first, when I first heard about it, I was like, cool, this might be a way, you know, that, you know... I might be able to come back from a, you know, I've got one character left. He's got, like, three characters that are kind of low health. I might be able to come back from this. What I found out is that it's just really the nail in the coffin. Like, it didn't seem like it was a, a way to come back. It was more like, a, yeah, you're dead, and now you're really dead. While as in the X-Factor techniques, they they tended to me to be, like, their version of Super Street Fighter 4's super... Ultra, or ultra combos, because, you know, you'd build meter, and eventually, if it got that much, it would, you could activate it, or whatever. But, I mean, you could also activate breakers, or 
EX versions, like, you know, a special version of each super if you wasted the meter to do it. Um, I, I think I like uh, how Mortal Kombat handled the comeback system better, if, if you want to call it X-Ray a comeback move or whatever. I just didn't, I don't know why X-Factor was implemented. I mean, I understand what they were trying to go for it. Unfortunately, when you put a tool like that in the hands of, like, people that know what they're doing, it becomes really, like, like I don't know how to put it, like, a nail in the coffin. It's game, set, match if you're playing someone that really knows how to, you know, who who can abuse X-Factor in just the right way. Which, I mean, if you go on YouTube, you can find tons and tons and tons of videos of ways that X-Factor has, can knock out, what like, two characters 100% health out just about um but on more of the other gameplay we're looking at more mortal kombat's kind of i don't want to say it's too slow but it is definitely way way slower than marvel vs. capcom 3 is uh marvel vs. capcom 3 seems to be like a long string combo kind of game versus where mortal kombat seems to be like do a combo and then you know it, but like the combo systems are two different poisons, you know what I mean? Because it's like we got, a f- it really does go back to controls, like Rob said, because there's the five buttons and the f- uh, four buttons with two assists. So it really, it's hard to compare the two um, in gameplay-wise, because they're two different beasts. But when it boils down to like, which game was funner for me to play, because of the gameplay, I'm going to give it to Mortal Kombat, just because that, like, I love I love both games. Like, both games are really good. But there were so many things I saw wrong with Marvel vs. Capcom. It's like, for everything right they did in Marvel vs. Capcom, I could counteract it with something that they did that they should, shouldn't have done. Or, I don't know, it's just weird. Because, like, I really wanted to love MBC3 more than anything else on the Earth. But it just didn't turn out that way. And Mortal Kombat came up at, like, this perfect time where it was like, here, come play me, have some fun. And I just, I had more fun with the gameplay of Mortal Kombat with that slower pace than Marvel vs. Capcom's insane, crazy, let's look at everything that's going on the screen and melt your eyeballs out. But how, how did you feel, Rob? Um, I'd really have to... I mean, I'll try and make the parts that oh, kind of just completely overlap with controls kind of short because I actually have a different direction to go in. But I actually felt like uh, they both got one thing very wrong. I, I really hated X-ray attacks in Mortal Kombat. And maybe I'm in the minority on that, but I did not like them. The first, very first time you start up the game and you get into a fight, like you're playing with a friend or you're playing against a computer, and the first time you do an x-ray attack, that's the only time that it's worth anything to me. Because after that point, all it is is a way to just completely drag you out of the action for like a ridiculous amount of time. And yeah, the attack is cool. Yeah, it's bones breaking and craziness. But I mean, literally, you can have somebody, you know break somebody's kneecaps, uh, stab some like take somebody's bone and stab them in the eye socket with it and then like you once you get out of the x-ray attack, you're you're fine. 
Okay. My only my only argument against that, like I agree with you, like it they're boring and they they get repetitive. But if we look at some of Marvel's Capcom 3's level three supers, that's what they do too. It's just like, oh, Magneto just encompassed me into a ball and wasted three meter, and now I've lost a crap ton of health. I don't know how many times I've seen a uh, freaking a level three super over and over again from the same characters and it's just like okay i get it we're gonna go to this like mini cutscene, but both games do it i just think i i, I guess it just really boils down to who you think are cooler i guess in that sense but marvel versus capcom is just as guilty i think in that sense as uh, mortal kombat is it absolutely is if you look at it that way, but the only problem with that is that historically Marvel vs. Capcom has always been that way. Like, it's always been, you know, when somebody, you know, pulls off their special, when Wolverine does, you know, Berserker Barrage across the screen in a super move, like, it's all, like, the, the game has always been that way. It's always been, like, well, it's kind of a mini cutscene when that thing goes off, as opposed to Mortal Kombat, where the only thing that really was, like, the thing that took you out of the action, which didn't take you out of the action because it was after the fight, was fatalities, or stage fatalities. Like, X-rays broke up the game too much for me to really to really be what Mortal Kombat, you know, was or is, I guess, in a certain respect. Like, it, it just was too far out of the range from what it, what we come to expect from it. Not that it can't do anything different, but I liked the idea behind the bar having the ex- the enhanced moves, the, the combo breakers, stuff of that nature. But I felt like X-Ray's attacks could have been got, done away with completely, and it would have been a better game for it. Um, it like, but on the other hand, from that point, the, you know... Like I said, they both got something very wrong, and it's what you mentioned before, Marvel vs. Capcom was the X-Factor. If they had made X-Factor like Revenge in, in Street Fighter and Super Street Fighter 4, it would have been fine. You know, if it was a one-time end of the match when you were getting beat down sort of thing, it would have been fine. But the way that it is set up is that both players have access to it from the moment the match starts. Yeah, that creates situations where it doesn't it doesn't create any kind of an equalizer. The only place that that really matters is when you're fighting in you know in single player mode when you're fighting against like say Galactus at the end of the game and you're trying to and you're trying desperately to finish an off with somebody like that's all that it's good for. So you know like but in terms of like a you know versus match, it's either going to give somebody a crazy advantage that they you know over somebody that was going to get beat anyway or against two skilled players, it's not going to make a huge amount of difference for them. Um, I mean, and then, of course, you have the access to certain kind of broke, I guess you can call them broken combos, like, you know, X-Factor Level 3 Dark Phoenix type of thing. But, you know, that's a, it's a specific case and a specific build-up for that, you know, for that character. So, I don't know. But, like, they're both things that they got really wrong. I just felt like, I guess maybe because... Because X Factor didn't change anything really, it, it like it really just kind of left the status quo as it was. That since it wasn't in the game before, there was no like kind of you know catch up move or anything like that. That it didn't really like hurt too much for me in the experience. But uh, like for Mortal Kombat, just to like drag you out of the action like that, to me like it just it didn't fit the character of the game. So that was my main problem with that. But. um in terms of more general gameplay, since, you know, controls are the, the main thing that you really get into when it's a fighting game, um, you know, there's other stuff to talk about, though, with the gameplay. I, I was kind of happy with the fact that 
Mortal Kombat at least tried to fix its history a little bit, even though for the most part it just kind of redid it again. Yeah, but at least they tried to like make it less stupid convoluted as it was before. <laughs> Or, or at least retell it so that people like are like, oh, okay, well, I guess that kind of makes sense, you know, in a Mortal Kombat fashion. Um, so, you know, in that respect, like, I felt like it definitely kind of, like, trumped Marvel's Capcom a little bit. I felt like, like, Marvel's Capcom should have had a cool story, but, like, they just kind of, like, they didn't even bother. They were just like, here, you fight a few levels, and then you get a guest character specific ending, you know, but it was like, there could have been a cool story there because the technical story behind the game is, you know, like Dr. Doom and Wesker, they get together and decide that they're going to take over both the worlds and them doing all their craziness wakes up Galactus. So then like that becomes the fight, but it's like, you don't get any of that. You just get to the end of the game and you're like, all the crap, it's freaking Galactus. (laughs) I didn't even know. I had no idea. I had no idea, dude. I just thought those were the two ghosts he picked to fight at the end of the game. I didn't know there was a reason why. Are yeah. you serious? That's why those are the two metal ones? Yeah, for the most part. You know, there's certain characters where they, they won't be, but because like, I have seen other characters before. But oh, for yeah. the most part, those are the two because like he takes them and makes them his heralds, kinda like Silver Surfer type of thing. Yeah. But that's why they're the two at the end of the game before you fight Galactus. Because yeah. they're supposed to be in the main battle. But you get none of that. Like like that's what I mean. Like people don't even know because like you don't get any of that in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the character-specific endings, either they have nothing to do with the story at all, for the most part, or it's, you know, like, oh, I beat up Galactus, yay me. Like, that's, <laughs> those, are the, those are the character-specific stories. So I, I had no idea. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 didn't have a story. It doesn't have a story. Yeah, yeah it, it really doesn't when you get down to it. You know, like, that's, and to me, like, it could have, and, like, considering all the other touches they had in that game, like, the fact that, they had a potential to make a kind of an epic story. They even kind of built an epic story with all the trailers and stuff. And then, you know, they just didn't do anything with it. Even if Mortal Kombat's a convoluted, long mess of a, of a history, at least they attempted to, like, have a story behind it that really mattered. You know, like, really, single-player mode in Mortal vs. Capcom is just training mode for, more, you know, for online and tournament play, which I guess makes sense in a certain extent because that is mainly what the game is you know based on but it's still kind of rough i guess so when you're like man i want to i just want to play by myself and you know just have some fun and you're like man that's kind of boring you know like you're just fighting characters for no particular reason and stuff um i mean there are the extras you know you have stuff like the uh the crypt and immortal combat which was pretty expansive and pretty good as far as like an extra unlockable type of arena went um i mean you get access to character profiles and extra music and stuff like like mikey mentioned before mr versus capcom but to me they didn't really like provide enough of a difference you know you can unlock characters and stuff too but considering the roster was kind of light anyway like it's like just should just give me those characters to start with (laughs) right um (laughs) But, like, you know, with the crypt, you get, like, concept art and sound, like, you know, stage music and stages and character costumes. And, like, you just get all sorts of crap. And it's just, you just get so much more. And it really does kind of reward you for being, like, a fan of Mortal Kombat. You know, seeing all the design sketches and concepts and all that kind of stuff. Um, There was just more, like, extras in terms of, like, game 
in Marvel versus, you know, in Mortal Kombat, you know, over NBC, uh, especially like when you're playing by yourself. Like Marvel vs. Capcom is definitely that game where you sit down, you play training mode, you play single player, and then you go to the arcades and you play people. You know, like that's what it's for. Or you, well, you go to tournaments and you play people. Like, and it kind of stinks for somebody because I mean, with all the steps they did try and take, with, you know, like giving a good casual gameplay, you know, control mode and stuff like that, that. There's not really much else for a casual player. It's just fight, 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 fight. Which is fine. It's good. But it'd be nice to have more, considering 11 years of, <laughs> of waiting. Really, I, like, really. That's, that's what I keep thinking about. It's like, you know, one thing if it's like a couple years, kind of... Because even Marvel vs. Capcom and Marvel vs. Capcom 2 had a story, to a certain extent. You know, like... They had a story? Eh, kind of. I mean, it's still the same, <laughs> the same problem. Deal, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, even, like you know, Marvel's Capcom 2 didn't even have the, the character-specific ending, so I guess, really, actually, that kind of did worse. But I felt like, at least, like, when you got to, like, your last fights, or you had, like, mini-boss fights and stuff like that, they were, I don't know, it just felt like there was more to it, I guess. But I guess maybe it was the number of characters and things of that nature. I don't know. Um, they just kind of dropped the ball on that, like, as far as that one gameplay was. So. Yeah. Um, for me, with gameplay, I'll start with Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because it's going to be the shorter of the two. <laughs> um, I mean, with Marvel vs. Capcom, like I said, you pretty much just have the fighting, and that's it. I mean, that's really all you have to look forward to. Like, you, you play the game, you unlock characters. Once you unlock all those characters, all you really have to look forward to is online mode. Um, my cousin unlocked all the characters in one night, so after that, I'm pretty sure he was pretty much done with the game, uh, unless he played online with it, but that's it, um, now, the actual gameplay, like, you know, I guess the the biggest difference is speed, like Mikey mentioned, but to me, Marvel vs. Capcom, it, it is all about the speed and doing stuff really fast, and catching your opponents off guard, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to get that opening. Because a lot of times, like, you'll see two people fighting just a big old block fest. You know what I'm saying? Or block fest, switching people out, stuff like that. Whereas, uh, with Mortal Kombat, it's more of... It's slower, but it's more of like a game of chess. Like, you know, it's less about blocking and more about countering the move that your opponent's doing, you know, at that time. Like, okay, well, he's coming in, I'm going to use Scorpion to go, you know, teleport behind his back and do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that. Um, I felt that there was just, I guess, more you can do as you were fighting, you know, because you could, you know, with Marvelous Capcom, you know, you fight, fight, do special move, do, you know, your ultimate, I guess, or your your, uh, your, your hyper combo. And then... Mortal Kombat, it was like, okay, well, you can fight, you can do your special moves, you can do your special moves, you know, powered up, you can wait for your X-Factor, you can do breakers, you know, you can do all this, all this different stuff, and the, uh, did I say X-Factor, I mean the X-Ray. Yeah, well, (laughs) to to be fair on NBC3's part, if you think about all the different kind of, because like, before you, every character you pick, you get, you pick one assist out of three, possible ones, right? So then that opens the door for a lot of different opportunities. Uh, there's team aerial combos. There's, unfortunately, X-Factor. There was... <laughs> there. Um, you could team hyper switch out. You could snap back. You can... There, it's a meter game because like, just about everything you do involves meter, except for team aerial combos. That's weird that that didn't require meter. But uh, 
Yeah, it was that was really a guessing game. Yeah, it was just like, uh, is he gonna press up, down, or forward? Uh, whatever. Just pick one. Hope to God it works. Yeah, um, unless it's somebody you play against, in which case you kind of have like a history yeah. of knowing, like you know, yeah, it's it's tough yeah. when you're playing like online against somebody. You're just like, ah, pff, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> They'll pick a direction. Yeah. It's rock paper scissors. But what I, I mean, th- there's still like a lot of options in MBC three. There's not like it. I I just it 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 looks like it's not all that. There's not a lot that you could do except for just ramp combos but there's a lot of options still there like there there's still like a lot of things that you can do i just don't know if like i mean mortal kombat had like a lot of different specials as well but like i just don't want to put down nbc because it seems like it didn't have like a lot under the hood you know because there is a lot of like depth to each like assist and each snap the snapback uh stuff that team aerial combos the hyper combos that you could do another hyper combo if you switched out into doing combos after hypers x factor cancels into con there's i mean there's still like i i just i I was just trying to throw that idea out there that i didn't completely agree with that like nbc was missing out on options or whatever yeah it had depth but it's like it's the same problem i kind of like i guess i kind of had is that it's very much tournament level. Like when you get into that sort of stuff, like an average player, it's you know oh, yeah. what move no, looks no. coolest. You know, like it's not <laughs> it, it, like I mean, really though, like it's like oh, Captain America's throwing a shield. I'm all about that. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's so like it does. It has a lot of depth under the hood, but it has a lot of depth under the hood for you know only for the people who really like play it on that level. Like that's the only people that it really has that much you know, going behind it for. So I can kind of see why, in that respect, it's kind of easier to say that, you know, what Jared's saying. But Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. But, like, I just don't... I, there There is depth. It's just you got to put the time... You got to dig. And But Mortal Kombat, I will agree, has a lot more options for the casual player. And I actually think that makes the gameplay a bit more fun because then you can pick up just about anyone. And as long as, like... Even if you're at a higher level, they still feel like they have a shot, I guess, in some in some aspect. Right. Uh, well, Mortal Kombat, you still also have, with the exception of the air combos, you still have the ability to switch people out and, you know, do no, a specific type of move that you want to do. Like, you don't just switch them out. You can switch them out, or you can have them come in and do one punch, or do one kick, or come in and do their combo real quick. You know, come in doing a special, you know, stuff like oh, yeah. that. It eats I mean, up like one part of the meter, though, or something. If you're talking about the 2v2 battles, right? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. when you're doing partner battles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, if you do a normal tag, it doesn't take up any meter, but if you do like a special move or a combo tag, I think it eats up meter of some sort. But it's still, like you said, yeah, that's still like an option. And that's another thing is that Mortal Kombat had 1v1 and 2v2. And I know MVC3 is predominantly 3v3. But it would have been cool to see. I know this would have been like it's it's a what if scenario, but like I thought it would have been awesome to see like you could modify MBC three to make it two v two or three v three or one v one. You know. Right. Right. Well, I mean that's. I mean, Marvel's Capcom is a one round fighting game, so you take out a character or you take out even two characters. I mean, you kind of, you kind of have a short fight right there. Yeah, it gets really short. I mean, before well, I mean, yeah. Capcom 2, it was, you know, 2v2s, and that was still, like... I think that's also part of the reason why people don't remember Marvel's Capcom 1. Like, those fights were 
or fast yeah. <laughs> to me. Well, they could fix that problem with the increased health, maybe, or something. I don't know, but you know, they could. I, I, I don't know. But I just thought that would have been that was interesting that like Mortal Kombat went ahead and threw that out there where they could do tag or one v one and not knock at NBC three because having like six characters going out, you know. Because you see all that crap on the screen, it's really impressive to see running. But I just thought there were there could have been more mode options in NBC Three. Well, yeah, they could give you more reason to play besides the unlockable characters. At least with the crypt, you know, there's a yeah. reason for me to play again, and you know, keep playing so I can get the points to unlock more stuff. Whereas Marvel's Capcom, you know, you're kind of just done once you get your four characters. So, Pretty much. Yeah, the only reason you keep playing is just really pure love of the game. And it's kind of... For some people, it's only going to go so far. Yeah. <laughs> some and, people need that extra incentive. I mean, Marvel's Capcom, as far as I'm concerned, didn't have a story mode. It just had a, a single-player game that you, you played through to get to the last boss. Whereas Mar Mortal Kombat had a real story. I mean, like, you couldn't even pick your character. You had to go through chapter by chapter and follow the storyline. You know, and the story didn't suck. You know, it was actually, it was nice, and uh, it wasn't dumb, you know. Uh, That's not the greatest story, <laughs> not the greatest story ever existed, but. Okay. <laughs> the greatest I... story ever told. <laughs> In the future, when the when the technology bots take over, and then, you know, oh. they're wiped out by the nuclear weapons, and there's nothing left but some, you know, scavengers ravaging the earth. And they uh, they start a new civilization. That's what they'll write their Bible about. Yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> the story oh. of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> How it became Outworld. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> it was like I said. It wasn't a bad story. It kept me entertained enough to actually keep playing through it. So, uh, but overall, I'd have to give it to MK simply because there's more to do. It, I have more reason to play it. You know, the Marvel vs. Capcom. I mean, I, I got bored really fast with Marvel vs. Capcom. I, I mean, I didn't even get that bored that fast with Marvel vs. Capcom too. I played that for a long time. You know, and that, mm -hmm. didn't, even, that didn't even have endings. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know they just, oh, you won. Want to do it again? Yeah, sure. that's, that's pretty much how that went. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I got to give it to Marvel vs. Capcom. So I think that, oh, God, Mortal Kombat. So, <laughs> hey, it's been a long day, okay? Uh, so, everybody is on board with gameplay for MK? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, this gameplay is Mortal Kombat, which gives us three to one. Um, I guess the last thing we wanted to talk about is uh, game support. Oh boy! And that's not going to help Marvel's Capcom any. No, it's not. <laughs> um, no. I mean, I mean, this is the nail of the hammer. Are we going to talk about the rumor? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk well, about uh, it. Yeah, not... we kind of need to talk about the rumor uh, now that it's relevant, and that definitely doesn't help. <laughs> no, it does not. If anything, it just makes me want to break Capcom's face. All right. So basically, I mean, I can already tell you. That oh, we don't have to vote. The winner of this category is MK9 <laughs> in terms of support because <laughs> first. you get that out the way. And the reason, <laughs> the, the the one of the big reasons is DLC. Um, yeah, DLC support. Well, this is one DLC for Marvel vs. Capcom Three. One. Well, for characters, yeah, it was Jill and Shimagorath, and you one could. 
<laughs> you could buy you could buy them in the special edition, but you couldn't download them until it actually became public to everybody. So uh, that was kind of disappointing for me anyway, because I bought the special edition like an idiot. Um, and then there was a bunch of shadow battles that didn't do crap, but give you fights against pre-programmed. Like yeah, characters, the, yeah, developers things. from the game and producers and stuff, like which was, I guess, kind of interesting. But all it gave you was a little title when you beat them, or a little icon. It was, yeah, yeah, more, more virtual <laughs> goods. Like, yeah, yeah, those yeah, mm. like a buck or something a piece. I don't know. So I mean, you didn't really have to buy them, but it was still just like, why would you even like? Why would any, why would I waste a dollar on this? Like, I don't, I don't see the purpose in throwing a dollar out there. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the coolest thing was definitely the costume pack that they put out. You know, the the singular only <laughs> costume pack that they put out because like that was probably the most interesting thing though. Like it gave like Captain America like his his current like in the Marvel universe outfit like and I like an outfit that Iron Man wore. It gave Thor his old outfit. Like that was like kind of cool. And it's like, oh man, that's cool. Maybe there'll be more. No, no more. No more past that point. Five dollars per each DLC character, I, and that was That's it. That's ridiculous. Really. If you ask, yeah. five dollars per DLC character per yeah. character. To be fair though, everyone's been charging a ridiculous amount for yeah, per Mortal character Kombat stuff. Does technically charge the same? Like they charge the five dollars per character if you buy them like that. Yeah, and then they offered Mortal Kombat offered the classic skins or whatever for all the old ninja girls and all old ninja guys with classic fatalities and all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of nice and cool for Mortal Kombat, but like NBC didn't uh, didn't really kind of have the cool DLC that was supposed to happen. Yeah, I mean it was the same thing that they they really had promised so much and like, I, I guess that's the main problem they promised so much with their DLC and everything and the support and it just didn't happen and that's what made it really terrible it's not like if they had just were like oh we're gonna put out more versus Capcom and then like that's gonna be it like it's gonna be awesome and that'll be it but like they made all these promises of following up on DLC and having characters and you know you would eventually get the kind of roster that you had in Marvel's Capcom 2 maybe not that big but you'd eventually get there like they made all these promises and they all amounted to just air like that was all they were um, and it was just, that's just really disappointing even more disappointing and just creates a lot of anger on my part and I'm sure it will create a lot of anger on everybody's part is their move that I guess technically hasn't been confirmed yet but I don't see why it would not be true uh, it is the existence of an ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 that they're going to release uh, for 40 bucks and it's going to have 50 characters. It's going to come with the two DLC characters that they did put out, Jill and Shumagarath, and include 12 other characters on top of that. Uh, it's basically going to be the game that Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was supposed to be when it came out at $60. And it's just a giant, giant, just wet fish being slapped in the face over and over of everybody who like supported the game and liked it and bought it when it came out. So, like, that's just really like kind of... Like that's the before the see the the thing is before this this podcast was being recorded, guys, that didn't exist. <laughs> we didn't know, there was no we didn't even know about Ultimate Marvel's Capcom three coming out uh, or right. its its possible existence. So like to find out like what a few days ago that yeah. that existed was kind of like wow. 
that's rough. Like, <laughs> it kind of necessitated us talking about the DLC. I, definitely, I think Mortal Kombat is it's getting it right. You know, I mean, they're still they're still charging too much per character. Like five dollars is just too damn much per any per character in any game. Honestly, like a fighting game, um, you know, you should be releasing like a pack of three characters for five dollars to my to me. But that's neither here nor there. At least they're providing the support. They have new characters that are coming out. They keep releasing new ones. Like they have appropriate build up. Here's trailers before they come out. Uh, you know, costume packs, all that kind of stuff. And like that's the kind of support that Marvel vs. Capcom promised to have, and just didn't. I mean, like to me, that's just obviously goes more Mortal Kombat's way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obvious. I mean, for, with the with the I guess two DLC packs, but they didn't support nearly as much as they they even implied they were. You know, not not nearly as much in Mortal Kombat now. I mean, they keep pumping out characters and. I guess giving you a, a new reason to play if you're really into it, but I mean right. they're you not don't even, have to buy it, but you know at least the options there. They're not even giving cap- people who are into Marvel vs. Capcom a reason to to go back and play it. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. Seriously. Oh, now they got that character. I like. Oh no, they don't because they didn't have it before and they didn't add it new. So, so <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it's it's no competition in terms of support. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely is losing that battle. Oh yes, it is. And I was, I when I first heard about this Ultimate NBC three, I was like, "You're you're joking, right?" Like I know you were able to get away with it with Super Street Fighter four and Super Street Fighter four Arcade Edition, but they didn't like. like they didn't Super make Street the Fighter- grandiose claims that they made with Marvel vs. Capcom for those games. A- Exactly, and I don't know if it's just because I'm used to Street Fighter coming out in threes anyway. It's true. Like, because if you go back to even Street Fighter, like Street Fighter Two had three versions, Alpha had three versions, Third Strike had three versions. Everyone was pretty on board with four gonna go ahead and have three versions. No one was shocked. But like this NBC three stuff, like you, you, we wait ten years for NBC three, and you give us the initial package and now if this rumor is true you had a better version already in the wings like just why did you not just make us wait like why why didn't you just make us wait a little bit more we waited 10 years i'm sure we could wait a little bit more for the perfect version like did you really feel the pressure to release like an er like like an early version of mbc3 like that's how a I feel. Demo version. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like it's we kind of mean. That's a little. That's a little unfair, but it's it's kind of close. You know, like a sixty dollar demo of the game. Well, I mean, they're charging forty. The, the rumor says they're charging forty dollars for it. So, I well, mean, yeah, it's not for like... ultimate, but it still it still sucks though when you bought the game at sixty and like you did. Somebody who paid forty is getting the real game. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> now the way they could re- like I heard this in the match cast. The way they could redeem themselves is to do like an arcade edition, like where you could if you have the old school game, you could download the pack like they did for arcade edition of Street Fighter Four. That would be cool, and if you reduce the price, whatever, that's fine. But whole new bundled game, and so far the rumor hasn't said anything about like an arcade edition, like you know how arcade edition did. And it's just like you just like uh, you just you just wrecked 
like my loyalty like even more than what you've already done Capcom like what more can you do like seriously don't ask can- them that they can probably figure stuff out <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know what I'm, I'm gonna throw this out oh, I don't wanna say it never mind I'm not gonna throw it out there cause they'll do it they'll do it cause I know they would so I was thinking, like, you know how everyone's doing codes to lock things and whatever for you sales? You don't get access to certain characters unless you buy it new or whatever. Yeah, that is, the, you shouldn't have said that out loud. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to go do it. Shh, crap. <laughs> Anywho, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a rough road. Like you said, it's, it's one thing with Street Fighter. They they definitely kind of like they don't they didn't make those claims. It was definitely more along the lines of a you know like here's a new version. It was more acceptable than what they did with Marvel vs. Capcom. Like Marvel vs. Capcom really just screwed the pooch entirely with DLC, which is why before even walking into this, it was like Mortal Kombat takes it because even if Mortal Kombat didn't put out anything, they never claimed they were. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. so like all the new characters are surprised. Like I'm really excited to actually get Rain tomorrow from Mortal Kombat. So. I'm really kind of happy about that. But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going Mortal Kombat on winning support, hands down, without a doubt. <laughs> All right. All right, so basically just to give a little recap, uh, for visuals, yeah, Mortal Kombat sound, Mortal Kombat controls, Marvel vs. Capcom, gameplay Mortal Kombat, and support Mortal Kombat. So obviously the winner is Mortal Kombat. Here. If, flawless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't flawless, but it's definitely a fatality. It was, yeah. Finish him. At the very least, an X-ray attack. At the very least. Marvel vs. Capcom is now a baby. Someone sign the babality sign right above their head, please. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 just it basically came out uh, a half-baked game versus a fully-baked game. Like, when they put out... Mortal Kombat. You know what the problem is? You know what I think the real mar- problem is for Marvel vs. Com- uh, Capcom was? There was such yeah. a big following from Marvel vs. Capcom 2. You Especially know, over that long a period of time. Too. Yeah. yeah. There was such yeah. a huge following that they're like, well, we just have to make it a little bit better. Mortal Kombat, they were like, yo, our game sucks. We re- This series <laughs> sucks. We need to get back into the good graces of the fighting fans. Yeah. And they they that's really that's point. they really had to pull it out. It's like Mortal Kombat. It's like NBC pissed everybody off, but Mortal Kombat made everyone happy by fixing their shit. Yeah, like Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom three, I think. You know, first of all, they they improved it, they tweaked it a little bit. I guess they have that mentality of it. If it's don't, not broke, don't fix it. But the thing that it kind of pissed me off is that they adapted that series to this new model of squeezing more money out of the customer. And fighting and, games really shouldn't work under that same model. I mean, you have games that have come out that defy that a little bit. You have Blast Blue, you have the Guilty Gears that came out, and like they're packed with characters, and they weren't that expensive. You know, even when they released a, a better version of it, like it didn't hurt so bad because you got a full game. Exactly. You know, that's yeah. it's that's rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. That's what I really think happened here, and you know who knows? They could have had that whole Ultimate Marvel's Capcom three thing in the sleeves to begin with because it was just really strange. They put the game out, released one DLC, and then it was done. Done. You know, it kind of, uh, analysts said that oh, they probably view the game as a failure. How about no? How about they had this real version ready 
to go. You know, because the game was not a, really a failure. I mean, the game no, sold so... millions of copies. Like yeah. it wasn't a failure at it all. Was a failure of support. But you know, like that's that's all the failure was really. You know, like nobody. I don't. I don't. I hope nobody realistically expected to come out and sell like nine million copies because that really wasn't going to happen. You know, you have a following. It's strong. Selling a few million copies did good business, but it, failure of support yeah. over anything else. Pretty much. So, yeah, it's uh, MK9 is the winner of this versus series. So we'll mark that into the books, which are actually made out of stone. By the yes. way, so we be climb here. up on our, you know, above the the masses who are worshiping their their false <laughs> idols of you know Wii remotes and things and with the giant tablets <laughs> from the Versus series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're getting to the high. We're getting oh, to, like you know, filling them. Only what at like three now. <laughs> for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, you heathens. We have three commandments, which obviously is not as impressive as ten, but we're working on it. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> really? Really? Okay. We'll roll with it. We'll roll yeah. With it. But um. <laughs> all right. So yeah, it's gonna gonna wrap us up here on this on this versus series. Um. If you are listening to this on SoundCloud, you already have the address, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. It's soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. You can also find us on uh, twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and of course, mash those buttons.com. Um, we would love to hear from you. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, love us, hate us, let us know. Also, if you have an idea for a Versus series, let us know because. We don't have anything else to do except play some games and then talk about it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of what we that. do. That's kind of like, what we like do. Doing that? I like doing it, don't you? Yeah. You know. So <laughs> over here. Yeah. yeah. De- definitely let us know if you do the versus series you want us to, you know, uh, get into, and uh, you know we'll definitely definitely take a look at it. Um, if you have complaints though, you want to email Rob because he's a community <laughs> manager. Hi. Hi. I'm I'm all about that. Find me on Twitter. Yeah, I'm out there constantly. So. If yeah. you want to complain at somebody, I guess you can complain at me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll try and make you see reason. <laughs> 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 no, it's really though. We like to hear from you guys. So if you got input, you know what, whatever it may be, we are glad to hear it. You know, we're not just like fishing for ideas. We have plenty of ideas for versus series, but we want to know what you want to actually hear. Because <laughs> yeah. we mean, can do tons of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do random versus series all day long, but you know. What you want to hear matters to us because we want to put stuff out there that you care about. That's that's what we want. We want to make you care or put out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is true in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we would do anything to make you yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that is it for us, and we are out of here. Signing off. Bye.